0: Money FM 89.3. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Bharati Jokdish and Ryan Huang. It's been quite the 24 hours because a lot of central banks across the globe were in action.
1: Mm, announcing all sorts of policy changes to head off inflation risks, of course. Uh, this started with the Fed in the US and the BOE as well. Some Christmas surprises from the BOE in particular. Uh, give us the bigger picture here, Ryan. What exactly will this all mean in the months and years ahead?
0: Yeah. It all started with the Fed and they got us underway with that acceleration of its tapering, which will now be expected to wrap up by the first quarter of 2022 and then it would set the stage for rate hikes. So that is now with a view of possibly three rate hikes next year. And in line of that, we've got a bit of a surprise, a Christmas surprise from the BOE and this is a unexpected rate hike. So it raised interest rates by 15 basis points to 0.25% and the backdrop to this of course is back in November they were you know, expected to hike rates but then the BOE governor gave the impression um, that it was coming but eventually the committee voted down against it because of the uh, delicate balance between reviving the economy the COVID-19 situation and inflation so that was um, unchanged back in November but finally in the latest meeting last night, they decided it's time to move inflation enough for it to be worried to start raising its interest rates. And they, they have also signaled that there'll be more rate hikes to come and the market's expecting it to rise to 1% by the end of next year. And in life, I've seen the pound getting quite strong in the past uh, 24 hours. Yeah, I was going to say that a friend of mine I was speaking to last night when we saw this news saying, Oh, hey, my pound is worth something now. <laughs> Where is your friend? In the UK. Well, he used to work there, so obviously there's there's some money there.
1: Mm, So some silver linings coming out of this for sure. Well, the BOE isn't the only one on this Mm. track. Norway apparently also hiked rates.
0: It looks like more banks are jumping on that bandwagon of hiking rates. The Norwegian Central Bank added another 25 basis points, so pushing it up to 0.5%. And it's also signalling another hike in March. And all this against the backdrop of how Oil and gas prices have been going up higher. And of course, um, Norway is right in the centre of that um, backdrop. And another bank and another country just thinking more about inflation rather than the Omicron variant and the potential risks that comes with it. So it's leaning towards the inflation um, side of things for Norway. Okay, so we talked about Norway, obviously, we talked about the Bank of England, but I'm curious, comparatively, what is the ECB doing right now? Okay, it's rather similar, but at the same time, not the same exactly. So Hmm. it's got inflation on its radar as well. In fact, it's at its highest at 4.9%. But the thing is the ECB is expecting those pressures to ease next year and fall back below target in 2023. So, It is viewing it as more transitory than the other central banks right now. So, what it is doing is nothing for now, mm. but it is dialing back on some of those emergency measures that it rolled out in COVID 19, the PEPP, the stimulus to help revive the economy. So, it thinks maybe it doesn't need that much stimulus now. So, in a sense, it is drawing closer mm. to unwinding some of those measures, but for now, it is staying put and keeping a very close eye on that balance between. Between inflation and the economy.
1: Mm. We're seeing quite a different picture in Turkey, though. I mean, President Tayyip Erdogan there has been known for his unorthodox monetary policies. So, what's going on there? Which is completely tangential to what you've just described.
0: It is a different world in Turkey. So, right where we are right now is a very similar headline you've seen in past weeks and months. Turkey cuts interest rates again. And again, the lira is now at a record low. So, it is also facing inflation. In fact, it is over 21%. And typically, when that happens, your central bank would be raising rates rather than cutting rates, which would fuel inflation according to traditional theories. But the President Recep Tayyip Idoan has a very unconventional style of running things. He thinks, you know, the other way is the right way. To revive the economy is more important uh, by keeping rates low for borrowing and whatnot. So that is now putting the Lira under a lot of pressure. So they cut 100 basis points yesterday. And we are now looking at the Lira. Just under so much pressure right now, there is talk about, you know, potential contagion if things get worse. So something to keep an eye out for in Turkey. Definitely. Today's going to be quite a significant day as far as banks go. The Bank of Japan's interest rate decision is due for release today. What time is that happening? Okay, so we are expecting it sometime this morning. I mm. believe it's around 11.30. Okay. So that's going to be something to watch out for. And it's going to be watched because we have been expecting no changes from the BOJ, but in the light of all the central bank tightening, it will be interesting to see what type of message or signals they send in the coming year or so. But the backdrop to Japan is that the economy is relatively weaker, so it might not be tempted to do as much as what we've seen in the other central banks.
1: Mm. Sino-US relations still on the radar, Ryan, and there have been some developments in this regard. What will the impact of this be?
0: Yes, yeah, so US-China tensions could tick up another notch towards the weekend. And so, you've got two issues here. One is US lawmakers have passed a bill targeting those they claim, the firms they claim, allegedly use forced labour in Xinjiang so that is of course a practice that China has been denying Joe Biden President Joe Biden has said he will sign it into law so that puts pressure on that front and the other issue is a blacklist so the Biden administration has added 34 entities to this blacklist and these companies on this blacklist apparently use their technology AI biometric surveillance to track these groups in Xinjiang the religious and ethnic groups brain control Weaponry—that's the word they use, Ryan. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> what? <laughs> brain
1: control weaponry. See, it, 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 they were quoted in yeah. several articles as saying alleged that alleged
0: development of brain control weaponry. What constitutes brain control weaponry?
1: Ask Trump. Would you consider a shock collar <laughs> brain control weaponry? No, right? These days, you can re- you can weaponize anything. It, it seems. It, <laughs>
0: Gosh, well, there you go. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Uh, Ryan returns at 7.35 with the finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio
1: app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.